Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, world, and welcome to the Weekly Awesome. Your home of everything awesome. I'm your host, Bubba. Joined, as always, by two of the handsomest gentlemen on either side of the Mississippi. They call him Coffee Lou. Hi. And Papa Bill. Papa Bill. What's going on, man? Did you have an How's awesome How's it going? Week? Yeah, man. I had a great week. Good week. Uh, kind of a, a short week at work and then uh, a really good weekend hanging out with some some good college friends. We rented a cabin in Wisconsin, went hung out there for the weekend. Really good time. It was fun. Oh, I like everything but Wisconsin about that. Louis, uh, how about yourself? Uh, first of all, good Wisconsin dig in there. That was Thank you. That was nice. Um, yeah, I'm doing well. Nothing odd or weird to report back, Josh. So doing situation right. normal. Situation normal. Sounds good. I had an awesome week. Uh, I got to see Patton Oswalt uh, last night. He tells Live. funny jokes. Oh my god, it was it was delightful. The guy who opened up for him uh, and kind of you know the host of the show. Then he was pretty darn funny. And uh, Patton Oswalt was, I mean, it was laugh out loud the entire time. Uh, he got into the audience a little bit, and just every one of them turned out to be the best person he ever could have selected to encounter. And they were just, re- it was really goddamn funny. It was. Was it, it new was stuff con- it, or stuff you? Yeah, heard? it was. I it was no, it was nothing I'd heard on any of the albums. So cool. yeah, it was all new stuff. And then uh, a little bit of kind of improv comedy, uh, improving on the audience uh, for probably fifteen or twenty minutes. But yeah, it was a great show. Um, and goddamn it, I love that guy. He's one of my favorites. So pretty awesome week for me. Um, some awesome stuff this last week. Uh, State of the Union, uh, Deflator Gate, coming up later in sports. Or uh, what? What do you guys like it better called as? Balgazi. Ba- yeah, mm. Balgazi. Yep. Balgazi. Yeah, coming up later in sports. Um, I believe, I but believe uh, it's first, Deflate Gate also. Deflate Gate. Oh, okay. Yeah. So def- Deflate Gate. Hashtag Deflate Gate. Hashtag Deflate Gate. Um, but uh, as always, we're starting off with drinks. What are you drinking, Louis? Ah. Uh, I'm drinking a cold Coors Light. Uh, mm. I don't know if you guys have, have seen the commercials with Sam Elliott. Um, who I haven't. Just they're delightful. So I, I think they're maybe more aimed at the the banquet beer, Coors Heavy. But uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But they're terrific because the from what I can tell, Coors's uh, marketing campaign is people have been telling us our beer is dog shit for a hundred years. But we haven't changed our recipe, you know. Like that's that's in the in the face of you gotta love that they're consistent in the in the face of just widespread uh, dislike of our beer. We have stuck with our recipe. Like that's a kind of I like that ad ad campaign. It's just just changed our cans. Like despite the fact that everyone has disliked it, we will stick with our terrible recipe. Coors. I also so, yeah appreciate their. Uh, the only way our beer tastes good is when it's super duper duper cold campaign. Yeah. I love I love any like to say that you have the coldest beer is such an audacious and absurd thing to say. Like what the fuck does that mean? So if I leave it in the back of my car in the summer, is it the coldest beer? I bet not. That's dumb. I don't yeah. I don't agree. Anyway, Coors Light, you guys should drink it. It's pretty good. But it was free is why I'm drinking it. So um, Bill, what are you drinking, man? Um, oddly enough, I almost grabbed the single Coors Light out of my fridge tonight, but I Ooh. reached past the Coors Light. I almost said I reached around, um, but I reached past 
the Coors Light, and uh, I grabbed a cold, beautiful, mm. wonderful Grain Belt oh. Premium beer. Uh, tastes like blueberries. Yep. Pretty excited about it. Uh, you know, it's got to... Sometimes you just got to go with a with Grain Belt Premium. I agree. I'm drinking uh, a local beer to the Phoenix area. Um, it's the it's called Santan Brewery. It's called Devil's Ale. Uh, it's I've seen it uh, kind of advertised around. I think it might be a little newer. Um, yeah, it's canned uh, canned micro brews, and they're delicious. I've had a, had a few of them. The Devil's Ale, I think, is their kind of signature uh, pale ale. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a smoother it's a smoother pale ale. Um, but yeah, it's got got a lot of flavor, and uh, ah, I've, I've had a few, and they taste delicious. So nice. That's uh, that's what we're drinking. First segment, song of the week, number one. Bill, what are we listening to? Well, my song of the week this week uh, is directly related to one of the things that made my week awesome. Um, couple uh, About two weeks ago, I saw some news flash across one of my social media things that Stevie Wonder was coming to Minneapolis for the first time since 1988. Ooh. And Stevie Wonder has basically been at the top of the list of currently alive musicians who I really, really would like to see in concert and have not yet. And he's been at the top of that list for a long time. And so he's coming on March 29th to Minneapolis. And uh, on Thursday night this week, I was able to secure myself two tickets to said concert. So oh. uh, in honor of that, he's uh, it's the Songs in the Key of Life tour. So he's basically performing that entire album from beginning to end. So I've been uh, looking that one up and going through a few things just to get ready. And one of my favorite tunes off that album is the tune I Wish. So that's my song of the week. I Wish by Stevie Wonder. Christmas. 
Awesome. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I've got Songs in the Key of Life on vinyl. It's one of my favorite ones to, to jam out to. Good choice. It's such a... It yeah. really is. <laughs> Indeed. Good choice, Bill. All right. Next segment. Don't you always want to go where all the shows are pretty much the same? Can't laugh to dad jokes or a violent crime explain. So join the housewives and bachelorettes so or the host of a silly competition. Hop on the couch, we're talking basic cable television. All right, we're talking television. Uh, in honor of this uh, week's State of the Union, um, we've decided that we would talk about some of the awesomest shows that are set around uh, either you know DC, DC politics, or politics in general. Uh, obviously, some pr- some pretty killer ones on right now. Uh, Scandal, Louis, big fan of The Good Wife. I think that's uh, be considered a political show, even though it's also about lawyers. Uh, there's there's a few out there. Uh, House of Cards, uh, guys. What uh, any show that's on. Has been on old shows you've seen. What are your favorite awesome uh, political television shows? I definitely got to go with Veep, uh, the HBO half-hour comedy starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, it's uh, very cynical, acerbic, quick, funny. Um, doesn't take it tel- itself super seriously, which I think is important when you're doing politics. I think. For as much as I like the West Wing, for example, I think sometimes it's a little uh, too big for its britches, uh, a little too self-important. I believe that's the second time I've said big for britches in this <laughs> show. So, um, Yeah, so I, I like Veep a lot. It's funny. It's quick. Uh, a lot of really good actors, uh, ensemble cast. Uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, I'm. I think it's coming back. Sometime this year, but it's on Sunday nights on HBO at some point. So, if you need an HBO Go account uh, password, ask Bubba; he'll give you his. So. <laughs> I think I've actually uh, maxed out at my you know fifteen users or however many you're fucking allowed to have on those things. Um, but question about Veep: um, Is it still on uh, right now? Are there still new seasons, or is it over? Yeah, it's currently going. I think season three just ended. Um, and I, okay. I'm assuming it'll be back in 2015 at some point. Um, probably be a little overshadowed by Game of Thrones, but what we is know it? nothing, Jon Snow. Um, but yeah, should be coming back at some point. I'm sure the interwebs could tell you that. Bill, how about you? What's your favorite uh, favorite show about politics? Um, man, I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of shows about politics. I like kind of like Louis was saying. It, politics to me are such a joke, and those people are so self-absorbed and so. I don't know. They're just so all about themselves that I just stay away from that kind of stuff whenever I can. I will tell you one of the last shows that I actually truly watched um, that involved a lot of political intrigue was the television show 24. Oh, and yeah. what I what I really enjoyed about that show was how many uh, how many layers deep supposedly lots of government conspiracies went. And it made you think, like, is is it really this crazy? Does it really like, are there this many people? Are there this many layers of people who know this many secrets and this many things? Or have have we really, have we gone off the deep end here? I don't know. I don't know that I believe that it ever actually goes that deep. It just seems too contrived, but maybe, I don't know. 
Was the season that you watched the one with Pedro Serrano as the president? <laughs> no, I never made it that far. I, I think I got I got about halfway into season three, and I'm like, this, no, come on. <laughs> come on. No. I'm done. I'm done with this show. Um, awesome. <laughs> that's about what happens to me every time I watch any show about politics. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I think it's potentially the most unrealistic thing <laughs> that I've ever seen on television. I don't know. Um, I mean, I would be horrified if it was even remotely realistic, but I think that means it might be a little bit. Um, the scariest part is that there probably are like CIA agents who think they're Jack Bauer, which would be so terrifying. Um, <laughs> they're running around just torturing people willy nilly, trying to do insane things. And, um, I would I would say that I I just I can't not uh I fall for it every time and I don't care cuz it always is good. I I'm a big fan of most of those shows. They delight uh me. But for sure none of them, none of the uh none of the shows that are on currently I don't there aren't there aren't many shows out there for me that can compare to The West Wing. Mm -hmm. I love that show so damn much the acting is so awesome and i know that it's probably over the top and top and there's no way that everyone can just be that fucking quick and like it's ridiculous the dialogue gets ridiculous sometimes but I, I, who cares it's the greatest fucking show ever and uh well do either of you guys like the west wing i do i do enjoy the west wing i enjoy the west wing um i think i think it's fun to pretend that our politicians actually want to make the world a better place because I don't think most of them do. But uh, so I think it works as an alternate reality where politicians want to do good instead of just enrich themselves and ruin the planet. So uh, everyone who hasn't seen it, it's on Netflix and Amazon Prime. So make sure you watch all seven seasons. It is a delight. Um, awesome. Awesome. Did you uh, build you watch the State of the Union? Um, I caught like the very end of it and I caught I caught it just about from the president's quip um about winning both his campaigns on I didn't see it I was um what was I doing that night there was a reason I did want to watch it but there was a reason that I was prevented from watching it it is kind of a fun thing to watch I always enjoy kind of the um the quote tradition around it I love the sergeant at arms introducing the president and all that kind of stuff and one of my favorite things yeah. about the state of the union is that I swear to god if um the speaker of the house is from the opposite party of the president. And this isn't just a singular rip on John Boehner. This is like all speakers who have come from the opposite party of the president. I think they yeah. like practice putting on just the pissiest, most disinterested, like crazy ass, I don't care face ever. Like, oh, I think yeah. they sit Watching with a bunch so of funny. aides in the room and like put on that sour ass face. And then the aides are like, nope, not sour enough. Go more do more and it's like man <laughs> it's one of the weirdest little like quirks about like american political traditions is that when the speaker of the house is from the opposite party as the president that we get to sit and watch him or her sit behind the president and like make nasty faces <laughs> it's really yeah. weird it's a weird little quirk <laughs> oh gross gross Look, hold on okay louis just sent me <laughs> the grossest picture it looks like like a a wiener covered what the hell is this louis? it's a, K, a new kfc sandwich in a what louis explain yourself 
The headline is KFC creates double down hot dog in effort to murder goodness and light. (laughs) The first line is God damn it, KFC. So they have a, a double down dog, which is in South Korea. And somebody posted an actual photo of it on Twitter. Like the actual thing. It is so fucking gross looking. Oh, but it's a it's a hot dog, and the bun is like a deep fried chicken breast, if that makes sense. <laughs> like deep fried. Well, naturally, what else would it be? It's KFC. Of course, they have to deep fry the bun. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's a hot dog with what looks like mustard in the photo, but oh, it's the, so like, gross. The promotional photo, but then the actual photo that a customer took, it looks just jizz. So <laughs> gross. Oh. Did you did you click on it? Please click on it. Yeah, it's and seriously, it is the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, isn't that so gross? <laughs> like usually, you know, you, that's like a thing that everyone knows that the photos of fast food always looks way better, but that is like shockingly gr- oh, gross yeah, looking. Nothing like, alike. And I mean, it just. <laughs> Is spunk. <laughs> oh, ugh. Currently, these are only available in the Philippines. Thank whichever deity is responsible for that. <laughs> and they're only selling 50 of them per day. Possibly oh, because any more than that qualifies as ritual human sacrifice. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the Philippines has laws about that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh. Lord. Okay. Just Google KFC double down hot dog. And you will be appalled. <laughs> Next segment. You're the best. You've been great. And your life has some significance to this date. Yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, you're a freak. You're the Awesome person of the week. Bill, what's up? All right. This week's awesome person of the week was born on January 26th. He's somebody that we've already mentioned on a previous podcast. Costner. 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 Let's just talk about a little bit about why this man is awesome. He appears on three Major League Baseball leaderboards. Are you ready for it? Yes. In 1966, he was fifth in the National League for double plays turned as a catcher. In 1967, he was first on two separate leaderboards for the National League. These are great leaderboards. You ready for this? First in the National League, errors committed by a catcher, 11. And first (laughs) in the National League, passed balls, 27 of them. Uh, yep. One of the most like average slash below average catchers of the 1960s is our awesome person of the week. And it is Mr. Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre. Awesome. Oh. Of course, not for his baseball statistics or his catching prowess, but of course, Serrano's um, going to need a rocket up his ass <laughs> to catch that one. All of his lovely wonderful repeatable one-liners as harry doyle and just also his work as a broadcaster i don't know if you guys um i like to in the summertime especially because the twins usually um have showed their hand and showed how much they're going to suck by about the middle of may 
Um, so for fun, I like to, I download, I get, I get the at bat app on my phone and you can listen to all of the radio broadcasts live, um, there. So I'll, I'll kind of bounce around from team to team at night, sit out on my patio, drink a beer on night. And I, I usually end up finding myself landing on Brewers games just because Yuke is such a, such a thrill to listen to. He just does a great job. So, uh, well, I'm glad that Harry Doyle got sober by uh, Major League Three back to the minors. I think that was good. Made a lot of he was sense. Drinking a lot. Uh, I think it's ironic that he was just drinking Jack Daniel and a wife. Jack Daniels and a wife beater while working for the Cleveland Indians. But Take over, man. Working for the whatever the hell buzz wherever they were, uh, Florida something. That he's just drinking Diet Coke and is all professional. It seems like uh, not how I would have guessed it went, but. Guess he learned some lessons, Harry Doyle, and it's good for him. I think we all did. <laughs> he's he's also really good at the like the BS story. Last year, um, I was listening to a Twins Brewers game, and the current Twins broadcaster Corey Provis used to work with Uke doing Brewers games, and so they did a thing where they invited Uke into the Twins radio broadcast booth for an inning, okay, just yeah. to have him sit there and do the games. And Uke starts talking during the middle of the inning about pranks that he used to pull on John Gordon when Gordon was the Twins radio announcer and the Twins would come to town. And he's telling this story piece by piece in between batters. And he gets to a point in the story like where he walked into the radio booth, like snuck up behind John Gordon, wrapped completely and totally in toilet paper, and then like walked up to John Gordon. And then he's like, Oh, and Dozier grounds out. That's the third out of the inning. We'll see you later, folks. And then, like, just left it there. He didn't talk about what he did next. He just, like... <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that story actually was complete bullshit. Like, I don't think that ever actually happened. I think he was just having fun with <laughs> with the crowd. He never finished the damn story. It was awesome. Oh, good choice, Bill. Bob Euchre, awesome person of the week. All right, uh, next segment. Next segment's the awesome quiz. Louie, you're awesome quizzing it this week. What's up? All right, um, this week's quiz is brought to you by Us Weekly and other celebrity gossip <laughs> rags. Um, although I didn't actually, I'm, I was I just went on the internet. So, um, but yeah, it's a celebrity gossip themed quiz. All right, so uh, I've got a beer in a can, and then I got another beer in a can, and then I got a wine in a glass. All right, Bill, heads or tails? I'll take tails. Tails. It's heads. I will go second. All right. Lay it on me, Louie. All right, Bill. First question is for you, and it is a fill in the blank. It's uh, about Angelina Jolie and her uh, dogged work for the poor and unfortunate people of this world. So (laughs) here we go. Angelina Jolie visits. This is a headline. Fill in the blanks. Angelina Jolie visits blank. Meets blank victims in a refugee camp. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, tough. I'm gonna just because it's in the well. No, that's maybe too timely. Um, refugee camp. That is again. Angelina uh, Jolie visits blank. Meets yep. blank victims and then, in refugee camp. So we're looking for a place and victims of some sort of atrocity. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm just gonna. It's in the news. Um, Nigeria and Boko Haram. Ooh, I'm sorry. It was actually Iraq and ISIS. Mm, dang. I'm sorry, sorry, right. Bill. Getting out to an early deficit. All right, Josh. This mm. one's for you. Yes. Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy. aka McDreamy, mm. uh, 
Can't Buy Me Love, other great movies. Uh, and his wife of 15 years, Jillian Fink, recently divorced. Aww. Sorry to hear that. They have three children. Which of these names is not one of their children? I will list four names. You have to tell me which one is not one of their kids. Okay. Tallulah, Sullivan, Darby, and Arthur. Okay. All right, one more time. Four of these names... Three of these names are children of Patrick Dempsey and Jillian Fink. One is not. They are Tallulah, Sullivan, Darby, and Arthur. Uh, Arthur. Correct. Arthur was the answer. Oh, yes. Damn. Well done. So Josh damn is it. winning 1-0. They Sullivan, do have children named Darby. Tallulah, Sullivan, and Darby. So oh, I actually uh, follow McDreamy uh, pretty, close, pretty closely on Twitter. So I, I kind of knew that one right away. All right, Bill, trying to tie it up here. Ryan Adams and Mandy Moore recently divorced. Another sad, tragic story. After six years together. I didn't even know they were together, so I feel I feel sad about this news because it also had me imagining what they would look like together, and it seemed very adorable. Okay, after six years, they decided to call it quits, and Us Weekly determined that Mandy was doing okay with it because of an Instagram photo she posted. The caption, excuse me, the quote from Us Weekly Moore, for her part, posted a cute photo earlier in the day of one of their several blank. What did she post a photo of? They're meaning her and Adams's, but now just hers because they're divorced, probably. One of their several blank. Gun rack. That shows that Mandy Moore <laughs> is over it. I feel like this is going to be something like a little bit extraordinary so i'm gonna go with guinea pig oh i'm sorry it was cats i thought you had a chance there cats unfortunately that Mm. means that josh's lead is guinea pigs are cool into round two for him this one uh it seems apt that bubba's getting this question and also that he got patrick dempsey because he's a fan of both of these people i think all right taylor swift t swift Uh, We got Taylor Swift in the news, not surprisingly. Um, And this is another headline taken from, I believe, Us Weekly. I'm looking for one word, a fill-in-the-blank headline. Here we go. Taylor Swift finally reveals her blank because she's fearless. Ooh, that, that could be many things. Again, that's Taylor Swift finally reveals her blank because she's fearless. Uh, her penis. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not her dick. It's her belly button. <laughs> so that was apparently a thing that she was hiding under a bushel basket She's never for some revealed time. her belly button before. Displayed on the internet, so huzzah. Um, Sounds super important. She's fearless, belly button. So that means... Wait, I could have won with that. <laughs> that means um, that we are on to round three. This question. All right. Um, movie star. Okay. Former Even Stevens cast member, Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife. Frequently Shia in LaBeouf. The news for being a weirdo. Um, this week, he was asked about Brad Pitt, apparently. And the headline said. Shia, so quoting Shia, quote, he's like my 
blank about Brad Pitt. What did Shia LaBeouf say Brad Pitt was like? Um, man, he's like my... I mean, like, the word muse is coming to my mind, but... I hope that it's muse. That, I, I feel like, wait, no. I feel like that shouldn't be it. I feel like that's not that's not my guess. That's because I that's way beyond Shia LaBeouf, in my mind. Um, are they? I mean, are they friends? Best were they? Have they been in a movie together? Butt buddy. <laughs> um. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shia LaBeouf, Brad Pitt. Ah. Husband? That is correct. No, no. shut up. I was right. No shut way. Up. You're making that up. Pretty. He isn't pretty dead. Shy a surprise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> shut up. <sighs> well, yes. like I'm gonna have to hit a homer in Final the ninth. question. Uh, I'm just oozing charisma and energy, as you can tell. And this last question. Leonardo DiCaprio, noted Lothario and bearded weirdo at the moment, was seen canoodling, reportedly, with which R&B singer? Boy, I have no idea. Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry, it was not Nicki Minaj. Rihanna was the correct Uh, answer. uh. Ooh, it looks like it's our first draw, one-to-one. You each get a point. Uh, it looks like that'll drop Bubba on the table a little bit, but Bill will get on the board. First I got, draw? I got first my first draw. point. Congratulations. Bill's finally on the board. <laughs> hey. hey. I'll drink to that. Cheers, Bill. Welcome hey. to the table. Thank you. All right. Uh, great quiz, Louie. Great quiz. I'm well ex- done. Next segment, uh, Songs About Things. Songs About Things is a new segment here at the Weekly Awesome. We had... Uh, we had some nice emails and tweets from listeners, uh, and they said they really enjoyed our uh, theme song and our segment themes and asked for more like it. And as we aim to please and we'll do anything you ask of us to get more listeners, we've decided that uh, we'd take some tweets and emails about anything. Really anything, as long as it exists and it's a thing, um, that you would like us to write a song about it, and uh, we will sing a song about whatever that thing is, um, as long as the story about why we should write a song intrigues. So here's songs about things. This week's song about things comes from an email we got from Phil in Minneapolis. Hi, Phil. Uh, Phil wrote to us about his brand new polo uh, polo shirt and how great it was. Uh, he said he'd gained a bunch of weight this last year, and the polo shirt that he al- the polo shirts that he always wore to work and church and you know weddings uh, it just didn't fit anymore, and he was sick of having to dress up more to be able to you know make dress code. Uh, but being his new size, he couldn't find any new shirts. Uh, that fit, and he said he finally just found the perfect all-occasions comfortable large gentleman's polo shirt and uh, asked that we write a song in its honor. Well, luckily, Phil, we would love to write a song about your polo shirt. Wouldn't we, fellas? Doesn't that sound yeah, swell? let's do it. Sounds great. How fat you want this lick, Bubba? So what, Louis? you're going to play <laughs> bass, right? All right. And Yeah, yeah. You're, oh, so let's get plugged in here. Uh, Bill, you're going to do lead guitar? Yeah, that's and fine. then I'll put the then I'll then I'll do the drum machine. So everybody get plugged in here and uh, hold on. Let's get, take t- take a second. All right, let's uh, start this. Let's uh, go ahead and turn a beat on here. 
Um, okay, so how about I'll just start. I'll play guitar, and then I'll just start, and then you guys join in. So here, I'll get a little guitar uh, riff going here, and yeah. And then Louie bringing some bass, and then, uh, yeah, and then Bill bringing some lead guitar. All right, let's do this. New polo shirt. It's been so long since I've been comfortable at work. I've gained a hundred pounds this year and I no longer fit into any of my polo shirts. God damn. Yeah! I've tried the bargain brands, but none of them fit well. They're all too short to round and make me look like a big fat sweaty ball of smell. What's this you found for me? A big and tall store with a sale for free. Days this week, so I think I'll go and buy myself a brand new triple extra large double long dry fit golf and work appropriate polo. Shirt's the best for work at church or weddings. This polo is a triple fucking threat. Come on, let's ride with my new shirt and a chesty right by my side tonight. Tonight. Yeah, my new polo. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Nice guys, that was good. Yeah, I can't believe I, how how easy that turned out. I to think be for a first right try at that cuff. segment, that went remarkably well. Uh, right, yeah, just out of nowhere, we did that just now, like right, just this, just just happened. And more importantly than other it not being not random is that that polo shirt. I think we made a good song right there, fellas. I think that's a hit. That's a that's a hit. Talk about it on the Twitter. Uh, you can't find it on iTunes because we just cannot figure out how to get this goddamn podcast on yeah, iTunes. If any of our listeners know how to do an RSS feed, if you could, uh, you know, help us with we're that. Feeling pretty, we're enjoying that we're on SoundCloud. We've got that some nice listeners, and thanks to our listeners good. from SoundCloud. But we also would like to get on the one that everyone knows about, and it's like, can I get it on my iPod app? And so, uh, if anybody knows anything, email us the Weekly Awesome Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, SoundCloud works. It's awesome. The app is easy. It's great. People think it, of it as the MySpace of iPod or of podcast apps. It's good. Check it out. But we hopefully will be on iTunes soon. But yeah, SoundCloud right now. The app is great. It's a gateway to more great music. So uh, get that app on your get that app on your phone and uh, find us on there. Tell your friends. Uh, theweeklyawesome.com. Uh, also, segment we just did songs about things. If you got something that you think deserves a song, shoot us a Twitter at weeklyawesome or send us an email theweeklyawesomepodcast at gmail.com. Next segment. All right, song of the week number two, Louie, what are we listening to? Uh, my song of the week is uh, one of my favorite covers. Um, it is by right. Will Oldham, who goes by various... Um, <laughs> I don't want to say nom de guerres. Mm. Damn it. I, yeah, two weeks in a row I said nom de guerre because nice. I'm a nerd. So, uh, Bonnie Prince Billy, uh, he goes by Palace Music, uh, other things. Anyway, uh, the song is a cover of Robert Kelly's masterpiece, The World's Greatest. 
Um, it's sometimes, I think it's, the song is called Kelly, technically, or I've also seen it as just the world's greatest. But, um, yeah, it's a cover of that tremendous song from the Ali soundtrack. And, uh, yeah, it's it's nice. It's uh, not to be too highfalutin about it, but it's a, it, it's a good uh, reminder of how similar folk and R&B are when you get down to it. And it's a, a great cover in that it makes you appreciate the original more, but it's also great in its own right. So, uh, yeah, world's greatest a.k.a. Kelly by Bonnie Prince Billy is my song of the week. I am a mountain I am a tall tree Oh, I am a swift wind Sweeping the country I am a river I can see clearly if anybody asks you who I am. Just stand up tall, look them in the face and say, That's super cool. Uh, Thanks, guys. Is, Thanks. Yeah. yeah cool. that, yeah, that yeah. yeah. It's like this weird laid back thing going on. Yeah. It took yeah. it took me like a minute. It took me a minute into that song till right before the chorus started to be like, oh, this is a fucking yep. R. Kelly song. Like yep. oh yep. man. Yeah, that was Yeah, the first time listening to that is yep. pretty awesome. Really so great. So everyone make sure you check that out. Kelly by Bonnie Prince Billy. All right, next segment. Awesome news. Awesome news is a favorite around here. Uh, we like to look at what the internet has for awesome news. We uh, pick some of our favorite news outlets and go type awesome into their search bar and see what their top awesome story of the day is. So uh, let's do this, guys. Up first, we're back to Google. Google, what's awesome? All right. Their top awesome hit is watch this awesome dog help a cat get a cup off of its head. <laughs> that does not sound awesome. 
I do not care about any of the creatures contained in that headline, Google. <laughs> and why a cup? Figure it out. You need to look up what the word awesome uh, I, I actually, I want to go. Is this a long video? Does anybody know? I kind of want to go it's find 20, it. It's 20, it's 20 seconds long. All right, I'm and, watching uh, it right now. Okay, um, the cat. Well, well, the cat literally has a red solo cup stuck on its face, like okay. it's walking around backwards. It can't see. It, it's pretty fun. It's, it's pretty its funny. I'm looking face. at it now. Like, and the dog just walks <laughs> up mud. and goes, "There's and, mud uh, everywhere." <laughs> just yikes the solo cup off the cat's face, and everything's fine. <laughs> oh, that was so neighborly. Oh, what a nice terrific job, little puppy. Oh, well, he should be up for awesome. Oh, we don't have awesome canine of the week. Mm, no, we don't. That's ridiculous that that comes up under news. But well done, Google. It, it exists. <laughs> that was a helpful fucking dog. All right, <laughs> next up, Fox News. I'm sure it won't be hateful at all. Let's do it. <laughs> Fox News, what's awesome? All right. Cheers. You'll want a layover at these awesome airport bars. Two times with the drinking at the top of Fox News. This is the second time. <laughs> I right that that's twice we've featured Fox News in this segment and both times a, a suggestion of places to go drink were the top awesome search. Yeah, they awesome. really want us to go get us drunk and like. apparently they want us to spend what $14 on a beer so that seems good. <laughs> um god, airport bars are fucking racket. Atlanta baby. What's that called? It's a geographical monopoly, I believe. I mean, you can charge whatever you want in the goddamn airport. Also, You'd think that Fox News, being the free market lovers they are, would actually be very opposed to airport bars because I don't know if you knew this, Bubba, but like it's usually the case, I think, that one company owns all the restaurants and bars and everything in an airport or something like that, or it's like a consortium because they basically can fix prices because if they actually allowed competition, then you wouldn't have to pay $15 for a beer and they can just gouge you on price, Um, especially because... I'm surprised Fox News even wants you at an airport bar because I'm pretty sure every airport bar is contractually obligated to be showing CNN at all times. So, um. All right. Final, uh, final awesome news. We're going with uh, the Canada's. We're going with Canada's largest daily. Comes out of Toronto. It's the Star. The Star. What's awesome? What are they talking about? McDavid reminds Cherry of Orr in CHL prospects game. What? Uh, of course, uh, we. Oh God, it's hockey, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, uh, McDavid. How did Awesome get it? Person <laughs> reminds Cherry. Cherry's a person of or or is a person in CHL prospects game. Cherry yeah. has to be Don Cherry, right? Of, of Cherry hockey and night or, in Canada. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. No, that's right, Don Cherry. Don Cherry, um, the Canadian Craig Sager. They both wear crazy suits. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> oh, oh, leave it to the Canadian paper. A hockey night in Canada, you... baby. When I lived up in way northern Minnesota, I actually could watch hockey night in Canada. We received that on a on an actual channel in Minnesota. Oh yeah, great. yeah, oh yeah. We're gonna get together up at the pond for some pond Do hockey. Do we have to talk about hockey? Can we just move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Thanks, oh, no. the star. Great, awesome news. We didn't edit anything out right before no. that part. All right, next segment. Online dating profile of the week. Online, online dating profile of the week is a new segment that we started last week, and uh, we got some dynamite response on Twitter. Thanks for those tweets. Get us at Weekly Awesome on Twitter. Um, yeah, this is pretty funny, man. I mean, seeing what people actually are doing, 
Uh, it's great. So we uh, scour our favorite dating sites in Craigslist and look for somebody who's looking uh, for uh, a date. Um, in case you happen to be that someone, we thought we would uh, each highlight someone uh, to, to, to point you towards. So, Louis, uh, why don't you give us the first uh, online dating profile of the week? All right. Uh, first online profile of the week. Uh, I'm going to stick to Las Vegas like I did last time. <laughs> um, and I am literally just going to read the mm. very first Man for Man one. I probably won't have much to say about it. It's literally the top one. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm not trying to pick on the gay community, but maybe this particular gay man could use a little bit more nuance in his uh, attempts to (laughs) find a sexual partner, but here we go. Uh, The title is First Open Hole Gets Nailed, East Las Vegas. (laughs) All right. Shut up. Oh, that's not subtle at all. Okay, so... uh, Five five foot seven, one hundred and forty pound, smooth, drug and disease free. Seven cut, which I imagine means he's a circumcised man with a seven inch erect penis. Uh, n- naked in rental, which I thought maybe at first was code for something, but I think he's just in a rental house naked. Um, <laughs> renovating all day, looking to do some push ups in one or both of your holes. Uh. East Las Vegas picks to trade drug and disease free he says again find me naked in house strip at front door then come find me in the shower very specific instructions I tub or working on house safe fun your pleasure open or my condo Spring Valley (laughs) all right well that is literally the top uh, man for man in Las Vegas so uh, dynamite start Louis if you're looking Yeah, I should have probably also said this one's going to be a little vulgar, folks. Um, but uh, yeah. All right. Um, I am up next. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share one. If you're uh, in in New Jersey, uh, near near Jersey Shore uh, area, <laughs> uh, this is this is a, a gentleman's post seeking a, a girlfriend. Um, and uh, so I'm I, I believe there might be language in here that I'm misunderstanding because it. The, the the beginning starts one way and then he calls it something different a second time but but here we go uh it's titled mature miss cockled near the beach do you mean cuckled uh, yeah cuckled yeah cuckled is how it's spelled right there with a u but uh, louis what the hell does that even mean first of all let's get that out of the way first uh to to be cuckolded uh is to be is to have your uh, I think it, you need you need to be married technically, but to have your significant other uh, cheat on you with some type of mistress or paramour. I'm using really stupid words today, <laughs> but um, all right. So that's okay. Good, good. So mature miss mature miss cuckled near the beach. <clears throat> now, okay, cuckled. I get it. But now the next sentence, he spells it cockhold. These are fascinating. C o c k h o l d. So I was confused which one was what he was talking about. So here it is. That's awesome. Mature Miss Cuckled near the beach. And it writes, intrigued. Then you are a very bright-minded woman. <laughs> I can imagine most women goggling the definition of cockhold. That's awesome. And thinking, WTF question mark. Yeah, he wrote goggling, not Googling. Goggling. Oh, the definition of cockhold and thinking, WTF question mark. LOL period. <laughs> a shallow understanding of it would be some sort of disgusting 
irresponsible activity or friends with benefits type association. Simply put, it's a very close and loving relationship where the woman enjoys other lovers and understands the excitement <laughs> her man gets from it. More to be discussed if, in parentheses, <laughs> you reply. That sounds like a, a potentially exciting oh, arrangement. Isn't that These just people, terrifying? That's really... <laughs> oh, man. I so if you're in if you're near Jersey, I think it sounds like a pretty solid deal. So, oh man, um, yeah, I, I'm not there. Otherwise, I'd be the first one to reply. Also, I I just want I need to share one more quick thing, Josh. Um, I just went to Missed Connections, man for man, in Las Vegas five hours ago. Twenty three year old John Chuck E. Cheese. Hey, you work with me at Chuck E. Cheese. You know we should hook up. I'd love to get to know you after work. Your <laughs> cock, maybe. <laughs> Looking for love among your coworkers at Chuck E. Cheese in Las Vegas is pretty awesome. So anyway, Bill, what do you got for us? All right, just like last week, uh, I've got another one where the uh, the title was the thing that really caught my caught my attention right. here. Fair enough. Although, <laughs> although I will read I will read the entire thing, and you guys will find I think that there is there is one nice punchline uh, located near the end of the ad the ad here. So the uh, title is Grandpa 4, that's the number 4, Grandma. That sounds kind of potentially heartwarming. Uh, grandpa for Grandpa. Oh, this sounds, sounds dusty. <laughs> yeah, alright, here we go. If you're tired of the old plain vanilla stuff and desire more than you're currently receiving, then look no further. Grandpa seeks an open-minded Grandma 40+, plus, or don't waste my time or yours. I'm a handsome DDF... <laughs> That's a uh, drug and disease free, by the way. I love it. Non-smoking, you know the... mature, uh, Bill, married. So it seems like you're uh, you're pretty well versed in the lingo too. How do you know what that meant? You've been uh, you've been perusing the darker corners of the, of the oh. internet lately. Uh, I looked that up. Sure, Bill. Um, I'm a handsome DDF, non-smoking, mature, married white male. Who enjoys the company and friendship with benefits of a mature woman whom herself shares similar interests to that of my own. I am discreet, respectful, sane, healthy, and disease-free and seek the same. I am white, 5'8", 210 pounds, with green eyes, brown graying hair, a goatee, and am nicely endowed. (laughs) Nicely. (laughs) That's the part where I read it. I'm like, oh. Great, thanks. I welcome hearing from those who are real and not into playing games. I'm located in uh, southwest Dallas-Fort Worth and only available weekday evenings and cannot host. Your picture gets mine. Oh, man. That is a terrific one, Bill. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Craig. Thanks, thanks, Craigslist. That that was fun. I <laughs> Next segment. Would you rather watch Katie Cats play? Not to say that we wouldn't show Katie Cats playing. Here come kitty cats playing. Welcome to the weekly awesome, awesome video. Awesome video of the week. One of our favorite, uh, I said that last time. Awesome video of the week is one of our segments that we uh, like to point you towards uh, one of our favorite YouTube videos of the week. Because who doesn't like not working at work? Uh, This week's video is coming from me. Uh, These were shown to me, God, I want to say maybe a year, a year or two ago. And I have not been able to stop listening to them. 
They are clever. They are funny. The musicianship of what he's doing with this ridiculous way he's doing it is great. What it is is uh, a guy who takes uh, like science and nature or kind of the you know the universe and how it works and the physics and the cosmoses and the the uh, documentaries and the history channel shows and stuff and then all of these just footage of uh, of really famous very smart doctors and uh, scientists uh lectures and he pulls out the really profound quotes and crazy things and then puts them to a topic and then creates like a pop song and like auto tunes the whole thing and digitalizes it and it's they are i just you just they're one of those things that it grabs you the melodies the 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 quotes he's taken the way he's put it together it is it is you will just start listening and there are fucking 20 of them and they're all awesome uh, it's called Symphony of Science, uh, and they're on YouTube. So I picked one of my favorites. It's called Ode to the Brain, um, and you can uh, catch that on the Awesomes page on theweeklyawesome.com. Um, I highly recommend them. You won't. You won't regret it. Either you fellas ever seen the Symphony of Sciences? Yeah, man, I've seen them. They're really great. The Ode to the Brain is, is probably my favorite one. Oh. Educational. Catchy. Auto-tuned. What else do you want? Um, all right, next segment. Sports, 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 sports. Well, as it's sports. Super Bowl time and... Well, you guys didn't watch the Pro Bowl earlier tonight? Oh, yeah, the Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, nobody gives a fuck. But the big news uh, in the NFL this week was, uh, as we said uh, earlier in the in the pod... Uh, Deflate Gate, also known as Balgazi. Mm. Louis, tell us all about it. It uh, it sounds like a fun and interesting scandal that we should not pay attention to. Um, yeah. So, um, as everyone who has ears and eyes knows, um, the big story of the sports world this last week has been Deflate Gate, uh, or as I prefer, Balgazi, um, which is as um, we've all learned a lot about PSI and how much to inflate or deflate footballs, but, uh, yeah, the latest from what I can tell is, uh, you know, we got Bill Belichick and Tom Brady talking about it. Looks like Belichick threw Tom Brady under the bus a little bit. And now today, Robert Kraft on Monday, Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, uh, has come out and said emphatically that the New England Patriots would never do such a thing. And he is asking for the NFL to apologize it's, if it turns out to be false. Um, it seems like this is all set up for some poor, poor ball boy to take the fall. Although I'm sure he will receive a large severance package under the table um, for taking said fall. Um, yeah, it's it's just very interesting. It seems like it's one of those things that is just going to. I don't know. It seems like it's a it's a thing. It's not going away. It is hilarious to me that that's what we're talking about because this is a pretty great super bowl matchup we got and yet yeah no kidding how many things would have gotten incredible that this is what we're talking about because this is a very good super bowl matchup and i think a lot of people um this is the one matchup they would have picked that they would have gone for um and so it's 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 fascinating and ridiculous to me that we're talking about what we're talking about when uh you know, it'd be good to just get back to the football, you know? So here's my question. I, I, here's, here's, okay, so yes, 
I that <coughs> makes sense. And I'm my my question would be if let's say uh it was more whatever it, it was sinister and a thing that doesn't happen all the time if that was the case and if say it was not any of the top brass or anybody important it was just the one guy who's like well i'm supposed to deflate them a little bit like i gotta help out you know like uh, n- uninvolved but some random guy just did it to try to help the team and whatever the case is as long as it wasn't as long as it wasn't coming from the top should should it like should we say like that could have affected the game because wouldn't it just be the same thing for both teams like even if it's a little bit flat I, you know what i mean you use your own you use your own team's football oh each team brings 12 of its own footballs to the game oh well then that's and then when you're on offense you use the ones that you brought okay well that makes more sense i didn't so that seems ridiculous how in the world are the footballs not regulated like why in the world like that seems stupid to me but i don't know i mean not do we really think this would have made a difference. Yeah, I mean, can you can we at least agree though that they were going to piss pound the Colts no matter what kind of ball they were using? I mean, that game was never going to be close. And let's not act like they wouldn't have won the game by thirty eight points or whatever the hell it was. Um, awesome. Yeah. Well, Super Bowl's coming uh, this Sunday. We're we're gonna do some uh, we're gonna do some talking about the Super Bowl next week's pod. I'll bring you some uh, live reports from uh, Super Bowl Central. Uh, my entire yeah, right down uh, in your house, yeah. The yeah, right where I live has been infested by NFL Super Bowl Central. So, for five or six days this week, there will be, you know, they said expect up to a million really drunk people uh, partying around here. So, uh, the Bud Light uh, house for a house of whatever is like directly across the front door. Are you up for whatever, Bubba? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Uh, as long as I don't have to put it in my mouth. All right, next segment. 401k taxes and baby throw up. That's right, it's time to ask a grown up with Bill. Ask a grown up with Bill, one of our favorite segments here on the Weekly Awesome. Uh, as you may or may not know, if you're a first time listener, uh, there's only one grown up in the group, and his name is Bill, and he's a terrific grown up, a married man. He's got himself a child, uh, a good job. He understands uh, the the ins and outs of being a grown up, what it takes. To, to really function as an adult human being in uh, 2015 America. Uh, Louie and I are still getting there, and, and we like to come to Bill for some tips and advice and uh, just to explain stuff, help us grow. Uh, Louie and I are on a campaign to be grown-ups. I think we said uh, grown-ups by uh, 2022. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Louie, what do you got? All right. Well, recently I've been wondering, Bill, is there any excuse for a grown ass man to shave his chest because it just really creeps me out and presumably guys are doing this is there any reason to do that or is it just always creepy maybe maybe if your hair is like grows in a like a swastika or something you should (laughs) like is that that seems like the only conceivable reason to me like there's like hate speech in your chest hair or something um, I don't have a whole lot of like personal experience with this, to be honest. Have you no chest hair? No, I have chest hair. I just have never considered prove it. My <laughs> take your shirt off. I've never considered Liar. like I've never considered Is shaving there a legitimate it ever reason before to shave. No, that's prove that's it. Not a thing I've ever considered doing because I'm not I'm not a male model, and I'm not like playing James Bond in a movie. And I, yeah, no, I, know I, people. I don't know. 
I no. think I maybe did when I was like 18 oh once, God. and it was just yeah, itchy and crazy. weird, and I, I felt like a crazy. creeper the whole time. So that was the end of that. Um. So I mean, my own personal answer, Louis. No, I don't. No, no. Why? Um. All right. Thanks for the advice, Bill. All right, song of the week number three is coming from me. Um, you know, I I recently got into a discussion with my friend Lo uh, about uh, about you know concerts that we had seen. I was like, God, I haven't been to a concert in a really long time, and uh, nice. we were chatting uh, about uh, we had seen uh, Bob Dylan and Wilco and My Morning Jacket all play at the same time, and uh, it was so awesome. And then that got me thinking, Lou, you brought up last week we were talking that Jens Lechman show and that like is is near the top it's my number two um but my number one is uh uh in a nine-piece uh korean girl group k-pop that i once saw that yeah k-pop to the max that i once saw in a shopping mall um a really really fucking huge shopping mall uh like a department store it was big uh, but uh, yeah, they 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 put up a little stage uh, in the middle of the day on a Saturday, and they did a nice little set, uh, and uh, it was terrific. Um, and K-pop is uh, delightful. It is pop music to the max. Um, there's nothing real special about it other than it's just catchy as shit, and uh, it makes you want to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so this is my favorite girl group, uh, K-pop group, uh, which is Korean pop. Um, and uh, what it's, I think it's the song that best. It's not my favorite song by them. Maybe someday I'll play that. But it's I think it's the song that best uh, kind of is like yeah, this is K-pop. So uh, this is uh, Sonia Shite, Girls Generation is the name of the group, um, and G is the song. G E E. So yeah, G G E E. G is the song. So Girls Generation G. Here it is. Uh-huh. Listen, boy. Love story. My angel and my girls, my sunshine.
that i i will not ne- jungle sweaty i will never get sick of that music oh, oh, k-pop is delightful the girls generation check them out i think i'm glad that k-pop comes from south korea and not north korea because i think north k-pop would be really depressing <laughs> and um instead of the <sighs> girls looking malnourished because they're just teenage girls they would like actually probably be malnourished and it would be really depressing oh. so I guess that's my fi- that's the best thing I can say about K-pop is that at least it's from South Korea. <laughs> uh, well, all right, fellas, that brings us to the end of the, uh, the end of another pod. Well done. I I, I had an awesome hell of a time show. Hell of a show, gang. Neato. Um. All right. Well, uh, guys. Uh, final thoughts here. Uh, this next week is going to be pretty awesome. What uh, What are you thinking? What do you got planned? Anything awesome? Pretty pumped for media day for the Super Bowl tomorrow. Always love media day. Well, as everyone knows, the big sporting event of this weekend is the uh, St. Cloud Cathedral Alumni Men's Basketball Tournament. I'll <laughs> be competing with the class of 2001. No. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to a, to a good day of uh, out-of-shape guys playing basketball. So. Uh, and if, uh, if I face Matt Meyer, I'm dropping 30 on him. <laughs> Buckets. Coming for you, Meyer. <laughs> And I might not believe in God, so what do you do about that? <laughs> oh, terrific. Uh, I am pretty excited uh, with the... They've got some <laughs> concerts and beer gardens and just a, a whole shitload of stuff going on around here So for the Super Bowl. So I'm the, the Roots are playing on Saturday night. So, uh, um, yeah, it's big free stage, beer gardens, the, the, whole, the whole shebang. So I, I'm going to get pretty uh, toasted and head, uh, head, out, head out to the Roots show. So... Uh, should be fun. I mean, then watching the Super Bowl should be a good time. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what the party brings. So, All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here at the Weekly Awesome. Uh, come back next Tuesday for another episode. Uh, you can find us on uh, the Internet, theweeklyawesome.com, Facebook at Weekly Awesome, uh, the Weekly Awesome podcast at Gmail if you want to send us your Ask a Pop Star or you'd like us to write a song uh, about something. Uh, find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Bubba. I'm Louie. And I'm Bill. And remember, drink beers, read a book, listen to a new band, watch sports, eat snacks, pack one, find some strange, sing a song, watch some sci-fi, cook something, watch soccer, harmonize, and remember, always shoot for awesome. Have an awesome week, everybody. Bye. 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 The end has come. It's time to say goodbye. But don't be sad.